fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 What's going on? Oh, you know. I know. It's Saturday, January 22nd, 2011, episode 53 of the Hotbox. My name is Matt and this is Sandy. Welcome. Every Tuesday, Saturday, we bring you the latest marijuana news stories, and then we we just rip them apart. We say, nope, that's wrong. It's absolutely incorrect. You're biased, and that should be legal for the media to be biased, but it's not, so they are. So uh, we have we have this job. This is what we do. You can call us if you got something to say. You want to agree or disagree? Hey, I don't care. Or you just want other people to hear your voice. That's right. <laughs> Ag- agree or disagree? And like my rap song says, if anyone is dissing me, I'm pissing in your listerine. That's right. Sounds much better on the song. You have to hear it. So, uh, four zero six two zero four four six eight seven. Of course, hotboxpodcast.com. That's the website. The number, one more time for our stoned listeners. 406204 Good job. Thank you. Sign language. How about that? So we do this from, like I said, Kalispell, Montana, live. Um, you guys can email info at hotboxpodcast.com and join the Facebook group. Follow us on Twitter. All that good stuff. Um, can I start things off with something I wrote? Yes. I saw on the uh, the Facebooks, we're friends with lots of medical cannabis warriors, if you will. We are Spartans. We are strong. Yes. We are many. Oh. And uh, I saw something posted. And this was posted by our friend Jimmy, and it's from the House District 18. That's Great Falls, Montana, a little local Montana here. Uh, They have a representative. His name is Jesse O'Hara. And he was asked, how, what is your stance on medical marijuana? How do you feel about it? Mm -hmm. And do you know what he said? What? He said, quote, I will vote to repeal the law. I do not want people on our roads that are under the influence. Oh, really? You want to vote to repeal the law because you don't want people on our roads that are under the influence. So cancer patients, you're just going to have to suffer. Are they even dry? Are cancer patients even on our roads? Well, I'm talking about the cancer patients not getting their medicine now because... Right. He's worried about that, yet nobody says a thing about the fact that we have the highest fatality rates on our highways, and alcohol is mainly to blame for that. And how long have we been regulating alcohol? And people drive under the influence of alcohol all the time. Do you know how many times I've seen people... Doing the Daily. drunk cop dance Daily. on the road in front of my house when I lived in Kalispell. Daily. Yeah. Do you know, like, you lived on the one way. How many people did you see going the other oh way on that road? Gosh. I don't even live on the one way, and I go down it enough where I always see... At, yeah, unbelievable. All of the time, and then there would always be somebody pulled over, and they would be out there having to touch their nose and walk the line, and then they'd end right. up handcuffed. I'm just saying that's... Your stance on HB 33 and medical marijuana is repeal it because it will put... If we have medical marijuana... Hold on, caller. If we have medical marijuana, it's going to put more people on the roads under the influence. Right. That's for cocculus. Yes, caller, you're live on the hotbox. What's up? Yo. Yo. Turn your feed down in the background and then talk to us. In the background and then talk to us. Do you got it? Yeah. All right. Who's this and what's up? This is Homer. What's up, Homer? This is Homer. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to ask you guys if you call in, you can't be listening to the show. You have to turn that like mute that, okay? 
and then try again, 406-204-4687. So uh, let me get through this, and then we'll take some calls if you guys want. I saw that, and I was just like, are you serious? This is retarded. Yeah. I wrote a letter to him because they posted his uh, info. And, uh, we'll post this in the in the website, hotboxpodcast.com. But uh, I wrote this letter, and I was very nice. His email is jesse59404 at yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. There's a fax number, 406-444-4825. And then an actual phone number if you guys want to call him. Be polite. Be nice. For real. Like, keep in mind. Like, mm-hmm. I talked some shit on my Jamhole blog, but the letter I wrote him, like, I was totally, like, mm-hmm. upright citizen. For sure. So, uh, his actual phone number is 406 761 So, I write him. Hello. I recently saw your quote on the position, on your position on HB 33 and medical cannabis. You stated you will vote to repeal the law because you don't want people on our roads under the influence. I feel that regardless of whether medical cannabis gets repealed in the state, you will always have people under the influence. Look at how long alcohol has been regulated and how many traffic fatalities are caused from drunk drivers. I'm sorry, but if given the chance, I would much rather get in the car with someone who has been smoking cannabis than someone who had been drinking alcohol. I am a medical cannabis patient, and I drive for my day job doing deliveries. I smoke every day, and even though I have cannabis in my system, guess what? I'm not impaired. Cannabis does not affect my driving in the least. In fact, I've found that it is quite the opposite. I know to you I'm just a random email and my evidence is anecdotal at best, but please, I beg you to rethink your stance on this issue. I understand that different substances affect people differently, but in the end, just like with alcohol, that decision has to be made responsibly by the person driving. Repealing the medical cannabis law in Montana will do nothing but take away medicine from people who really need it, and that is a step backwards. I've lived in the Flat Valley for many years, long before there was medical cannabis, and I know for a fact that if people want to smoke, they're going to smoke, regardless of the law. There's no sense in creating criminals out of normal, everyday, productive members of society. We know for a fact, backed up by sound scientific evidence, that cannabis is one of the safest substances known to man. It will be far more productive and beneficial for the community if we can use this new industry to create jobs and give people a safe alternative to many of the pharmaceuticals they are taking. And I say, please, if nothing else, read the book My Medicine by Irvin Rosenfeld. In there, you'll find many studies about how safe and effective cannabis is in treating a long list of ailments and symptoms. Thank you for your time in reading this. A concerned, daily cannabis-smoking, productive member of the Flathead Valley. <laughs> so, I'm kind of curious if anybody else wrote them. You guys should email your letters in, and we'll post I them all on the site. I am so very proud of you right, right now. I didn't say fuck or shit I or piss or cunt even, once. Like, exp- I'm like, that was such a right? good letter, Matt. I heard Jesus like, oh, in the background. Well, I mean, I already knew that you had like the grammar and punctuation <laughs> and spelling down pat. Of I wasn't a Harvard. about any of that at all. A Harvard but, graduate. But I mean, just the way you came across the term cannabis, directing right. him in very good directions... <laughs> Wow. I wasn't like, yo, son, I blaze all day. <laughs> I get blazed all day. Oh, me and my dogs. I'm at work dropping off shit. <laughs> I didn't say that. No, I was very Not polite. That's how you got to write it. thing at all. This was a very unjam hole letter. Well, the jam hole part was before that, but sure. Well, yeah, but I'm saying this letter was separate from that. Whoa. That right, was, right. that was... That was Jamhole Matt. And this right. Is- Jamhole Matt starts <laughs> off by saying, are you fucking kidding me? The bullshit reason you give us is that you don't want people on our roads that are under the influence? That was uh, that's, that's a little I taste. That's where I usually of- slap and, <laughs> and give you the look. See, that's a little taste of Jamhole like Matt. <laughs> but, see, I make the, the separation there. And then that's... Guess what, though? Hmm. No response. No. Not a one. Oh. Not even an auto, we got your letter, thank you. Nothing. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, man. So. Well, but maybe maybe you brought a tear to his eye and he was maybe, just moved to reply. Perhaps. Maybe he's like, you know what? I will rethink my stance on HB 33 or and medical marijuana. Maybe he's task force together to pull over Perhaps. every delivery driver in town per- until they find the one <laughs> who wrote the letter. They all have pot in their system. What are we going to do? Nobody's getting deliveries now. Shit. Should just let it go. 
It's okay. <laughs> oh, well. Yes, Carl, you're live on the hotbox with feed turned off in the background. What's up? Yeah, I was kind of listening at the same time. Oh, cool. What's up? How's it going? Who's this? Uh, this is Justin, dude. Uh, I just want to let you know that your letter got my Johnny all wet, dude. That was great. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Let's uh, let's hope it was. Uh, yeah. It's getting Johnny's wet over in the Capitol. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, later. All right, thanks for the call, man. All right, someone letting us know that my letter got their Johnny all wet. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. So that's uh, that. I just thought I would uh, I would share that with you all. Oh, and one one, one other uh, thing. Can I can I just throw this into the ether throw and just it. we'll just see what happens. If you do a a podcast that has the word marijuana in it or if your show is called like let's say marijuana podcast or you know marijuana radio or some, something like that. If if that's your show and you start talking about stuff that isn't pot and then people that are there listening to it are like, what's going on? You're not allowed to get mad and be like, well, ha-ha, I'm going to just talk about dildos all episode just because you guys want me to talk about pot and I'm sick of pot. Start another show then. I understand you're afraid to lose that huge built-in audience you've got there by, by just totally screwing them all over, but dude, they go there because that's what they want to hear. Anyway, I, I just wanted to say that. Like, this, this show, The Hot Box, we can either talk about cannabis or we can talk about cooking kitties. Either way. It has to do with what the name is. The Hot Box. Cooking kitties. Well. <laughs> So, tell me some Montana legislation. Okay, well, I have, like, a few different stories that all relate to the same event, but they're all kind of different wording and different... All right. Some go a little more in-depth than others. So this and is... some just have things I need to point out that drive me nuts. Oh, absolutely. Okay, Get so... Get it, girl. The first part um, is the story that, you know, we were both looking at 420times.com. Absolutely. Good reporters. Yes. Lawmakers in Montana hear medical marijuana testimony. On Friday, more than 100 people came to testify at the Capitol building in Helena, Montana, on the subject of medical marijuana and its patients. Nice job, guys. Yes. That was a a good turnout. Yeah. I wish I could have gone. Citizens from all areas of the political spectrum came to let lawmakers know what they think as the po- as the politicians decide on how best to regulate the state's cannabis industry. From those who feel the medical marijuana law never should have been passed to those patients and activists who think it's the best thing that ever happened to them. The session <coughs> produced many opinions, and one thing is for certain, stricter regulations are coming to medical marijuana in Montana. Okay, who, who thinks it never should have been passed besides Purdue Pharma, Merck, and the government. Besides those those people, the pharmaceutical the, companies the, and the government, who else didn't think it should pass? Well, remember the Safe Community Safe Kids group that got all those signatures saying... Do they even count, evil? though? Well, they're there, and they're talking. Look at what they're saying, though. They're well, making up complete yeah, lies. Yeah, but they're totally getting su- sympathy from people. Because you have... They're crying about how they're scared for their children. You should be scared for your children that they're going to get drunk and drive. Go join MAD. Like I said before, there is no, there's no need for safe... Your community's safe. How long have we had dispensaries in town? Uh, about a year. And how many kids have gotten killed by pot? None. Huh, interesting. Now, how many bars do we have in town? I don't... A bunch. Uh, yeah, a lot. And how many kids have gotten killed from that? A few. Roughly 2,000 a year, is that the stat? Something like that. That's appalling. Now, w- tell me, logically, what your group should be fighting. Well... I guarantee it's not pot. Yeah, but they, they're told by the government that it's bad because it's illegal. It's Schedule 1. It's worse than cocaine. Come Is on. it, though? Because I've done cocaine, and I've done pot, and let me tell you what. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you which one was not a positive effect on my life. When I think about smoking a bowl, I don't get all shaky and sweaty. <laughs> 
There's a reason cocaine is called the white bitch, and I don't know any names like that for pot. Yeah. So what's up? Yeah. So, yeah. but you know, they they they're there and they're talking and they're getting that sympathy and so, they're making their voices. You know, they're trying to make their voices heard. But the fact that we've got a lot of these people that are there from all different spectrums speaking for medical marijuana. That's helpful really for sure. Helps a but lot. So let's say hypothetically, safe community, safe kids gets their bill in there. Boom. Marijuana gets repealed. Now what? Do they just go home and they're happy? Meanwhile, everyone still continues to smoke and nothing changes except guess who's not benefiting from tax money now? Yeah. Yeah. Because we can do that, but that what what are they going to be like? Wow, we we sure feel a lot better about our community now. Like nothing changed, absolutely nothing. But they're not going to see it that way. They don't see the dispensary, so they think it went away. It's better under the carpet than in their face. So you want to get you want to you don't want it to be all shady and back parking lot deals. But you don't want us to open up proper, respectable businesses. Right. So how should we... Should we email the pot to our patients as an attachment? How would you like us to get them the pot? Should we mail it? Can we do that? We need to, like, train moles that's, to carry it Yeah, that's retarded. So that it's not seen at all. You <laughs> said, we don't like this. And so we're like, well, check this out. Here's a beautiful storefront. Everyone can go in and relax, and it's nice. And now you say you don't like that? You know what? Right. I don't like you. Now you go away. Checkmate. <laughs> that's, that's sad. Unfortunately, that's though, there's always going to be those people, always going to be those people who think that it's evil and bad and wrong and that it should be gone. Okay, well, when Jesus comes again, be sure to come and get me and let me know. Okay. <laughs> they- <laughs> Ow. Because I'll be waiting. It remains to be seen how far Montana lawmakers will take these regulations. There is even a chance for a vote to repeal the law altogether. That would be completely unacceptable and must not be allowed to happen. Yeah. Spread the word. And if you live in Montana, get on your representative. Hey, we're on it. We are. I'm reading emails I wrote that are making Gigi's wet. So now... (laughs) Thank you. So... Now, to get a little bit more into what exactly they were there for the hearing about, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, leading medical marijuana advocates formed an unusual alliance with law enforcement and local government officials Friday to support a major proposal to license and regulate the booming industry in Montana. Booming and, as in successful? Yes, hey, actually. Good job, guys. As in very successful. In another strange bedfellows combination, marijuana growers, caregivers, and patients opposing the bill were joined by a group of people who want to repeal the 2004 Montana ballot initiative that legalized medical marijuana in the first place. More than 70 people testified for or against House Bill 68, sponsored by Representative Diane Sands of Missoula on behalf of Interim Committee during a three-hour hearing Friday afternoon before the House Human Services Committee. The panel took no action on the bill. HB 68 would create a tiered licensing system, require criminal background checks for people who grow and sell marijuana, require two physicians to sign off before a patient with chronic pain could be authorized to use medical marijuana. Right, because two pa- you have to have two doctors to get your OxyContin yeah, prescription, right? Ha- yeah. You can't just go to one. And you have we to have get- two doctors in town that'll sign off on that, like all at right, once, right? Right, right. Well, you could just go down to the methadone clinic. I, uh, I guess. Uh, so um, that's silly, right? Well, Two doctors had, is that? They even had someone from the head of our um, medical in Montana. Yeah, they had someone from the medical department even say that that was ludicrous to ask for yeah? two physician signatures on that. No other state asks for two signatures for anything for no. anything at all. No. Irvin Rosenfeld is a federal medical marijuana patient, and he has one doctor. Does that doctor that write his signature it. twice? No, once. Interesting. You know what we should get? We should get Ludacris to roll up here and be like, yo, 
Shit is ludicrous. Thank you. Just to prove the point. Just to roll in there. Just to just Shake to be all like a little family guy about it. Like, hey, remember that time when oh, Luda? <laughs> That'd be so awesome. Doc <laughs> Oh jeez. So, um, give local governments the authority to regulate the industry and ban the smoking of medical marijuana in public. Doctors would have to have an office in Montana and couldn't have financial ties to the medical marijuana industry under the bill. These were among the steps aimed at stopping the cannabis caravans where doctors saw dozens of patients at brief appointments and sometimes over the internet before prescribing medical pot to them. Well, there was your go-to ace hole in the car. Now that you used that up, I'll go ahead and just negate that statement by saying, yeah, that guy was a D-bag and we weren't down with that either. Yeah, don't judge us based on him. But just because that doesn't mean... That you have to be all up on this. Right. Just let it be. Just let it let it happen. It's okay. Until the pot rises up and starts cutting off people's heads and rolling people up and smoking people, just calm down. Like in Scary Movie 4? Yes. Okay. Exactly like in Scary Movie 4. <laughs> the <laughs> regular... just calm down. Until that happens, calm down. What are you afraid of? <laughs> the... <laughs> The regulatory cost for the bill would be paid for by licensing fees. Yeah, you're goddamn right it would be. How much Est- millions? How many millions? Estimated to raise 7.6 million mm, thank in you. fiscal 2012 mm. if we make it all the way through. <laughs> HC68 is one of the two major bills to add more controls over an industry that some say has spun out of control since fall of 2009. Okay, so our industry has spun out of control. What has the negative effects been? Give me one. Well, I know a lot of Jobs? people who are unemployed that are working, yeah. Oh, well, that's terrible. I know. Okay, so... And I know, I know a lot of empty office space that's being used. Uh, well, that's an awful thing to have happen. Okay, so uh, I know a lot of, of pot that has gotten better because of... And that's people terrible. a little bit more. And because there's competition, and that's a good thing. I mean, a yeah. bad thing. I'm confused now. But grow up. You're holding on to an 80-year-old fallacy that has no hope in continuing. And you're like, you have tweezers under a microscope with, like, the tiniest sliver of a molecule of a thread. And you're, like, holding on to it with your life. Why? Because Go fight alcohol or something worth fighting. It's not this. Go worry about how many people are dying because their parents are just using faith healing instead of real medicine. Go look at homeopathy. Go look at acupuncture. Go look at chiropractic. Go help find the subluxation. They would appreciate that because you know what? They've never seen it. Oh, dear. So... HB 68 is one of two major bills to add more controls over an industry mm-hmm. that some say has spun out of blah, control. Blah, blah, blah. A separate bill by Senator Dave Lewis, Rep. Uh, Helena, will also would impose a regulatory system and tax medical marijuana. Tax the shit out of Other it. Other pending bills would repeal the law or put it back before vote voters. Give it okay, back. So we'll say yes a lot more than we said it before. They want to give it back to the voters that already said yes and gave it to them. They just want it rubbed in their face again when it comes back that it like has more votes for it now than it did before. <laughs> All of you except for these ladies right here. Mm-hmm. Everybody but that one family in Billings <laughs> that, you know, totally decided right. to like... Eh. No one envisioned we would see the explosion in the medical marijuana industry. Yes, we did. Noting that more than 27,000 people have obtained cards allowing them to use medical pot. I love how they keep switching back and forth between medical marijuana and medical pot. Pot. She estimated that medical marijuana in Montana may be (laughs) a 50 million to 100 million unregulated cash business. And you know what? It's going to go back to a 100 to 200 million completely unregulated black market 
cash business if you keep messing with this. Yeah. And that's not going to be good. You're going to make criminals out of everybody. That's no good. Yep. It's never been good. It was our commitment to honor the will of the sovereign voters of the state of Montana, she said. It was our responsibility to try to make it work for the people of Montana. This is not a repeal bill. Right. That's like... What is it then? I, you know, they always write in hidden stuff in the fine right, print right. somewhere down there where you're not thinking about it. And then everything just goes away. Mark Long, representing the Montana Narcotics Officers Association, supported the bill, saying law enforcement officials have no idea how much marijuana is being produced in the state, but Mar- Montana has seen a tremendous increase in criminal activity. Oh, uh, really? With much of it surrounding uh, the medical marijuana industry. Are you kidding he said. me? This thing has created a fiasco in this state. That also is an embarrassment at a national level, Long said. I think you're confusing the medical marijuana industry with the meth industry. Yeah. Because... Have you, have you seen a bunch of stories about how crazy Montana mm, is? No. And how, like, dangerous we are? No, I did see a story about a guy that rolled in and killed his ex-girlfriend and her baby, basically, on Christmas... Uh, that was not due to pot. Yeah, that, it was actually that was... due to meth and alcohol. Yeah. So, so hmm. Yeah. I don't I'm, know. I, I I don't I don't know. Well, and there was that one that one thing, but that was pills. Even yeah, though there were yeah, that was there. right, right. Hmm. I don't. I don't. Maybe see they're it. just confused. Can I someone write another letter? Yeah, we need to we need to let Mr. Mark Long know he's he's got his wires crossed a little bit. You're you're wrong, sir. A little sir. bit there. Um, Jim, could you have a sign that says "Long is wrong"? <laughs> That'd be so that's awesome. That's a good one. And if any Asians wanted to hold the sign, I would change it to a W. <laughs> Wong oh. is Wong. <laughs> oh no. There we go. Just had to. Oh. I had to make sure we have equally offended everybody, everybody this evening. Yes. Good job, Asians. Good job. Right back at you, Jim Smith, speaking for the Montana Sheriffs and Peace Officers and Montana County Attorney Association. Peace. Said okay. they appreciate the bill, setting mm. a clear, bright line about what's legal and what's not. The bill also gives local governments regulatory authority. Tom Dober, one of the authors of the initiative and head of Patients and Families United, said he supports the bill but believes it has some serious flaws. He urged the committee to continue working on it. I believe the opportunity for near consensus solutions is extraordinarily good, he said. Kate Chalawa... Chihuahua is how it's pronounced. Chihuahua. (laughs) Representing the Alliance for Cannabis, supported parts of the bill, but opposed the two-doctor requirement for someone with (laughs) chronic pain to be authorized to use medical marijuana. Yeah, that's... Or for anything. Yeah, that's just dumb. Opponents from the industry argued the regulatory requirements were oppressive, (laughs) would put some of them out of business, and and represented an overreaction. I think it's based on fear, not facts, said Jason Smith, who has a caregiver's business in Billings. Completely. Medication is supposed to be a tax deduction, not a revenue. Mm. Jeff Swenson was among several people who criticized the bill's provision banning felons from obtaining licenses to grow or sell medical marijuana. Are they a felon because of marijuana in the first place? Well, no, but I think there's certain people who shouldn't... I don't know. I just think that there's certain people who've done done certain things, and I mean, I maybe you lose your privilege to like smoke to stay pot away from them if you're a sex offender, but not a sex offender. See, you can't be one of those sex offenders that just like got a sex offense because they were like taking a piss outside. I'm talking like messed up, deviant, sexual predators, Ew. right? MSNBC Dateline kind of Anderson stuff. Cooper, I got you, sucker, kind of, you know, that kind of stuff. Or Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen, Have a seat, that's Have a seat guy. Yeah. Set those cookies down. <laughs> uh, a number of people... Oh, wait. 
If all felons are generalized in there, I will lose my job and not be able to provide for myself, he said. A number of people, some using crutches and others in wheelchairs, told the panel that medical marijuana had helped them significantly after other prescription drugs failed. Cherry Brady, the Billings woman who headed the unsuccessful 11th hour attempt last year for a ballot measure to repeal the legalization of medical marijuana, said there are too many flaws in the bill. Mm. She called for legislative repeal of the 2004 measure. Brady's group obtained nearly 20,000 signatures in seven days last June, shortly before the deadline, but How failed many? to get enough to qualify for the ballot. This says 20,000. Bullshit. But they could only count like a third of that. Right, if that. I'm because sorry. Because they had to be from certain districts and everything. They got 20,000 signatures from like billings. I mean, you can't you do cheated. that. You have to spread it out, people. And you still did. You cheated and you still didn't have enough. Yeah. We talked about that before. <laughs> the people of Montana are saying, we did not get what we voted for, she said. No, you're saying that. We're saying we just need a couple tweaks here and there. But don't overdo it. People want out of this. No, Okay, I'm done talking She's now. nuts. Jason Christ... Oh, no. Of Missoula. <laughs> the controversial founder of the Montana Caregivers Network. Didn't How, why testify. are they still putting him in the paper? But, why okay, is he still giving but quotes? See, this is the crazy thing, though, is he didn't. It says he didn't testify against the bill, but tried to oppose it as an informational or neutral witness. Afterward, House Human Services Chairman David Howard, Park City, said he would put Chris down as an opponent. This... They just put him in there just to put him in there. Just to remind everybody that he's been involved in the industry. In case you forgot. Right. Remember this guy? Oh. Chris has drawn criticism from others in the industry for smoking a bowl of medicinal pot outside the Capitol. He faces charges of felony intimidation in Missoula County for an alleged bomb threat against a cellular phone (coughs) store. Just in case you didn't know why else we all don't like him. FYI. Uh, So anyway, so the one that I was looking over before that I'd pointed out a couple things from, Mm -hmm. it's a little quickie, but it kind of goes over everything in Helena again, but this kind of goes more into the patient and caregivers. Yes, please. Because that just kind of went into a lot more of the people who were opposing it. It's and the, the bullshit politics. Yeah. That's yeah. all it is. Over 100 people lined up to testify at the Capitol Helena Friday on the controversial topic of medical marijuana. Patients, caregivers, parents, law enforcement officers, and other stakeholders came to testify on a bill which provides regulatory framework for the medical marijuana industry in Montana. The complete lack of regulation in this area has created both a perception that medical marijuana is out of control and a complete inability by all of our normal institutions and systems to rein in the bad actors out there. We need clarification and regulations provided in this bill, Montana Representative Diane Sands said. Of course she did. I believe that regulation is needed. I just don't think we need to overregulate something that is very simple, added medical marijuana patient Jack Mays Gentry. In short, this current situation is a public health and safety disaster. It is law enforcement nightmare. This thing's created a fiasco in this state that is also an embarrassment to Montana on a national level. Right. Commented that's, Mark Long with the Montana Narcotics Info- Association. That's kind of what the other story said. But yeah. still, I I don't get what the fiasco is. They're, they don't even know. They're you can't blame... That. You can't blame what what happened the other week. You can't blame any of that stuff on pot. So there's no fiasco as far as that goes. Yeah, they're trying to find one, though. Um, My dad was in a major motorcycle accident. In the accident, he punctured a lung, fractured the left side of his ribs, shattered his wrist, and broke his back. But he started using medical cannabis. He is so much more fun to be around, explained Roxanne McCoy, who is the daughter of a caregiver. You know, and in the chat, Justin Fan makes a good point. He says, what blows is the multi-doctor recommendations. I can't even afford health coverage, and my doc knows what I need. I don't need to pay two or three. That's, like, huge, dude. If you don't have insurance, you can barely afford to go see one doctor. Now you have to go see two? Right. That's just from a I-can't-afford-this-paycheck-to-paycheck lifestyle point of view. That's ridiculous. They add in that the doctor can't have any ties to the medical marijuana industry. 
that basically takes them out of the clinics that were able to bring them in at discounted rates. Yeah. I mean, it it throws a huge wrench in the entire thing. And it's completely unnecessary. It is. There's nothing more positive that could possibly happen by having to go to another doctor and him saying yes. What they're hoping is that you, A, you won't be able to afford it, or you won't be able to find another doctor. Let's say there's maybe one in your town. Then what? If all the other doctors say no, you can't just keep going doctor to doctor to doctor to doctor, you know? Mm-hmm. But that's, yeah, th- that's retarded. Well, that's that's what they're hoping for, is that it's going to drop the amount of people that have their cards. Because well, then, then just crush like the industry is- and piss on it and say, fuck it, at that point. They're politicians. They can't do that. They have to do it democratically. All right. Let's politically say fuck it and piss all over this thing. You. That's what they're Pretty trying much, to do. That's if, what they have to do. If you want to make it, then what's the point? I don't know. Then why is any? That's so sad. Because this could be a huge, awesome, amazing uh-huh. thing. If they would just. This could save lives off. if they let the hot box write the legislation for it. This yeah. could save everyone's life. Something had to be done. It did. It does. We simply cannot go on this way, Larry Epstein of the Montana Chiefs of Police said. The problem is like putting lipstick on a pig. I don't see Uh. any way possible that we as Montana and our legislators can regulate this drug. Billings business owner Steve Zabawa told lawmakers. Didn't somebody get in trouble for that on the presidential campaign trail for saying something about smearing a pig with lipstick or something. I think yeah. it was Obama, right? And he was, I, like, talking about Palin, and she took it the wrong way, and was, it, that whole thing, right? I, and then all the women came out, and they were like, hey, we're not pigs. And, it, and everyone was like, what? <laughs> are you serious? Uh, people yeah, are so stupid. People take offense easy. So um, did he just rip off a Sarah Palin line? Probably. Because, dude, let me tell you something. If you're quoting Sarah Palin... I will have you impeached. We cannot have that kind of silliness. Well, he's just here. a business owner too. He's not even like a politician that's trying to do something. She is the last person anyone wants to quote and sound smart. <laughs> hey, well, you can you can eat a pile of shit, but that don't make it no runner now. Yeah, right. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> I'm gonna go inside now and try to have a baby that's not retarded. <laughs> oh, oh man. Watch my TV show. <laughs> we know <laughs> We know that some of these businesses have to go. We want them to be the right ones, the good ones that survive, not just a random percentage. That's said what Kate Chalowa with the Alliance for Cannabis Science. That's what the market does. I know. People will go to. to the good ones, not because you're making it super hard and a pain to be able to have a shop, but because you have good stuff. Ooh. However, it is a fundamental flaw. It is trying to fix something that should never have been passed in the first derby, place, derby, derby, stated derby. Belgrade resident Joel Murdy. Derby, derby, I oppose derby, this derby. bill. I am a medical marijuana patient, and it's changed my life. It is what allows me to get out of bed in the morning. I use it for chronic pain, countered medical marijuana patient Kai Weber. This bill is not astringent, as some would like, and not liberal enough for others. But we think it is re- a reasonable attempt to address these significant issues, Sands concluded. Do you want me to read that comment that that guy wrote? Sure. That was below it. That sure. totally makes me angry. Read it. Grr. And now a comment. Fiberguy72 wrote, Wow, okay. All of these folks show up in concern of a substance that, after taken for so long, depletes brain cells. Hmm. <laughs> seems to me it already has. Uh, 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 All this support for dope, but none of these no. losers show up to a fallen veteran's funeral? What the F ever, what? homie? I went to several of them, my grandpa included. Hold on, you though. You think I get so high I can't, what, do anything? <laughs> You're retarded. What you is- are retarded. <laughs> Yeah. What does fallen veterans have to do with pot? He's first an of all? angry war vet, apparently, who just wants to go after someone. 
Well, go after the government. Why? What? Damn hippies. <laughs> That's what his frame of mind is. Really? Damn hippies. Yeah, well. Because he goes on to say, or volunteer for organizations such as the VFW or American Legion, who, by the way, you ungrateful POSs, mm-hmm. won you the right to smoke pot. No, you didn't, because I don't have the right to smoke pot. What are they talking about? I what don't. is he talking about? Medical marijuana is legal in my state, but obviously it's going to probably, you know, they're trying to take it away. Pot I, is still illegal. bad will happen, but it's still a Schedule One substance. Exactly. You didn't fight a war against the federal government Hold that on, changed no. it so I can it- smoke it. You didn't. You weren't in Vietnam fighting pot, dude. You were there because the government wanted you to be there. That has nothing to do with pot. There was pot there, I'm sure, but that's total coincidence. Pot's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It it is, and it's just it's insane that this person is like. Derber-der. You're all POSs and losers, and you well, don't have brain. Okay, it does not deplete brain cells. I lose more brain cells smoking a cigarette, or or standing mm-hmm. outside in the middle of town breathing, or talking on your Droid X. Yeah, you're right. not supposed to actually hold those things up to your head. <laughs> That's oh, sad, though. And Seriously. then he goes on to say, "Oh, please." the generations before us dealt with pain and depression without pot. Society has created a huge lot of crybabies. Hey, why don't you try this? Cowboy up and quit pouting. God, it's tiresome. Well, <laughs> what to counter does that, that I would like to point out that pot has been used for thousands and thousands of years for medical sure. purposes sure. all around the world. It is not something that just poof popped out recently that had to be banned so that we would stop being all loopy crazy and shooting people. (laughs) Right, 2011, look what I found. This plant gets me effed up if I smoke it. Holy cow, man. It's people like that, though. Like, they live in this... They don't live in the same world we live in. And, I mean, at the very least, they definitely don't see the world the same. And, I mean, no, no two people really do. We can have, like, views and all, but... Well, I mean, they're you know, so far delusional. I am so grateful for every vet who has made the choice to go to war for or, sure, or but to stand up for that. I, I don't blame the vets for the a stupid war that never should have been started in the first place. You blame the government for getting in that shit in the first place for whatever political reason, and then right. You don't blame the vet like right on that you did that, but I just. I think I don't think people should be allowed to comment if they're not educated. Like my grandpa, he was in World War Two in D Day in the tanks and stuff, and he's not like all beefed out about pot. Well, and yeah. he used to be a cop. He used to be a police chief lieutenant in New York during the riot days back in the day, and like he was totally, I'm sure, arresting people for that. I'm sure they also had other problems, but I'm sure there was some of that. And I talked to him about it, and he's like. He reads the research, and he's like, this isn't what they told us it was. And he's, you know, he can you can change your mind, but some people well, just can't see that. I have spoke with a lot of veterans, especially when I got all angry over the whole vets losing their benefits when they're using medical yeah, marijuana. Yeah, because that was silly. And they shouldn't lose their benefits for anything like that. A lot of them actually... They prefer it. It's the only thing that helps them deal with all the crap they went through first off. And secondly, they were being forced to use drugs anyways. Uppers, whatever they they were getting. Yeah, they, they got way doped. Especially yeah. back in the day when they were testing all that stuff and there weren't as many laws. This is called Not March Juice. Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're gonna march for forty, and we're gonna and love gonna it. Like we're it. gonna love. Whoa, yeah! Stun to march. <laughs> like ten minutes later, man, you got any more of that? <laughs> right. I'm done marching. Oh jeez. But yeah, man, that messed up people for sure. And so, I mean, I am thankful, and I am, I am grateful that people went through that and did that. But I also think they should be able to medicate how they need to as long as they have all of the proper 
doctor signature. One doctor signature. Just like for anything else. Yeah. All right. Well, so that's all my ranting and raving on that. (laughs) Let's let's talk about some some sports real quick. An an old sports sports player here, Uh, Texas. Not a good state. Uh, for this, for marijuana of any kind, really. Uh, former Dallas Cowboys wide receiver Terry Glenn was arrested Thursday on charges of driving while intoxicated and and possession of the marijuana. Driving while intoxicated, D-W-I, intoxicated and on possession. Well, he was released after a $3,000 bond. He played, in case you didn't know, five seasons with the Cowboys, caught 208 passes for 3,337 yards with 20 touchdowns. He began his career. I give, like, two shits about football, honestly. I just think that's funny that he got caught and, like, he just gave him cash. How much How much for this to go away? Three grand? Here you go. Peace. So. DWIs. Do you want to talk? Oh, we have to talk about this Baltimore, this Baltimore gentleman, this this young adult, this young man here. The the cops found him asleep in his vehicle uh, with about forty five hundred dollars worth of marijuana. Ooh, mm. uh, about. 12.45 in the a.m., a cop found him. He's 25 years old. Hmm. His name's William Davis. You can call him Bill. Bill uh, they found him slumped over in the driver's seat, parked in the area of Wingfoot Drive and Devere Drive with his vehicle's headlights on. Oh. Naughty. Someone was getting naughty. That's the- like the Batman light. Here I am. Right here. Hello. And here and hey. Uh, for Santa Claus, I'm going to leave a little bud on my dashboard. That's for you. The officer walked over to the car, attempted to wake him when he noticed marijuana buds on the dash. Oh, Thank he you. was breaking up buds Thank you. for a bowl. He was leaving it for him. Here you go. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Police caught Williams and searched the vehicle, of course, where about 450.5 additional grams of marijuana was found. Ooh, that is quite a bit. He is charged with possess and possess with intent to uh, distribute. Yeah, you can't fake Not in Maryland, buddy. All that. Not in Maryland. And the comment, I got a comment here from Mr. Wizard. He says, waste of time. Hey. Yep. It's just pot. And t- Tim Bear, he says, everyone go outside. The streets are now safe. <laughs> you are clearly delused in what you're doing here. Hey, at You're least, creating criminals. At least he fell asleep in his car, parked there, instead of while he was driving somewhere. Just, you know, sometimes people are stupid. I'm sorry. Sometimes. Sometimes. We can't... We can't chaperone them all. Not every single one of them. In Winter Haven. Is that Florida? Winter Haven? Mm. Yes. Winter Haven, Florida. Okay. We have an officer. Ooh, Florida is another big no-no state. Big no-no state, even though a federal patient lives there. We have an officer, a 36-year-old cop. Okay. Ricardo Flores. You have some splaining to do. He got busted because he lifted some weed from evidence. Ooh. I'm just going to I'm I'm just I'm going to pinch just I'm borrowing gonna, it. Just a little bit. Tiny bowl, Wait, hey. Maybe. That's dangerous. That's schedule 1. Whoa, officer. That's schedule 1. Yeah. This right here, this will kill you. Time. Jail time. This is enough to OD 10 times. I might die tonight. Don't even lie. I might smoke so much pot that I die tonight. Impossible. <laughs> it's an impossibility. So, yeah, the uh, they made an arrest that followed the department's seizure of a large quantity of marijuana plants from a vehicle uh, on residential property they found. The report states that approximately 7.10 p.m. Wednesday, Flores was at the police department. He just got off work, clocking out. Uh, while some detectives, they were there unloading the pot f- evidence from a uh, pickup. 
As the evidence was being processed for storage, Flores, who was not involved in the initial investigation, he had nothing to do with it, he reportedly approached the pickup and was seen by another cop taking a marijuana bud from a plant and concealing it. You evil son of a bitch, dude. What what are you thinking? How dare you? What are you thinking? What do you think he was going to do with that? He might he was going to kill somebody with that. Yeah. He was going to kill somebody. What Throw else would you use it for? In the eye. What else would you use that for? You're a cop. It's insanity. You're 36. You threw your insane? job away. Gone. All gone. Your wife is going to be pissed. He was contacted by detectives on his cell phone. <laughs> they texted him. Where are you? (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, He was asked to return to the police station. Upon his return, officers recovered a marijuana bud from him and then detained him. He was arrested later, charged with burglary of a... Did toss it out before you went back in? Right? Oh, this? Hey, how'd that get there? That marijuana, I'll tell you what, it's tricky. Did that... It just, like, jumped into my pocket. And it's probably still wet. I'm lucky you called me back. I could have died. I know, right? That that marijuana that jumped in there could have slit my freaking throat. Well, he pulled it off a plant, so it wasn't dried. It wasn't cured, so it would have been really harsh and probably pretty nasty to smoke. (laughs) I know. They did save him a little bit of trouble. And for real, you're a cop. Why are you lifting from evidence? Don't you have, like, CIs on the street that you can just be like, yo, get me some of this? I won't take you to jail if you get me Wayne. And I need some info. Like, seriously. Cops you s- really do that all the time, though. Uh, on the take, as we like to say in the industry. Third degree felony, burglary of a Ooh. conveyance, petty theft, and possession of marijuana. Less than 20 grams, because, you know, it was just a bud. It was just a bud. It was wet bud, Booked though. into the jail. Ooh. Right so. with all the people he put away. 52. Thank you. That must have been a scary night for him. Do you want to finish the show with some more Arizona shooting? Are we done talking about that, or do we want to talk about that some more? Uh, we can go ahead and okay, talk how about you read you read the Huff Poe against article, and I'll read or do you want me to read that one, and then I'll read the pro article, okay. Or do you want to read the pro article? I can read the the uh, Huff Post one. Okay. Okay. So this is again talking about the the Arizona shooting. There were all these headlines that came out that was like, "Oh my God, he smoked pot." Is that what yeah. made him crazy? So. So marijuana's role in the Arizona shooting with President Barack Obama's mm. eloquent speech at mm. the Tucson Memorials. Speaker John Boners. Emotional reminder to his dem. I'm sorry, I have a hard time with that guy's name. Boners. Yeah. Hmm. To not. <laughs> Go ahead. Just it's all spelled spelled funny and said that way. Sure. It doesn't make sure. sense in it's my It's French. Head. Emotional <laughs> reminder to his Democratic and Republican colleagues and all Americans that an attack on one of us is an attack on all of us. Oh wait, that- is this another war on terror? Uh-huh. Oh shit. And that, a thousand- and that thousands of pundits, left and right, arguing about the meaning of the tragedy in Arizona, it might seem that there is nothing more to say or learn about the horrific incident that killed six, wounded 13, and put a bullet through the brain of Congresswoman Gabriel Gifford. Except that she's okay. Yeah, uh, apparently- she's totally up and walking around and functioning- <laughs> According to the news, it was a miracle. So hey. we actually have the Lord coming down finally to hey. to offer his hand. I'm, I'm so you can just unhook her from all that medical stuff, you know, all that scientific medical stuff, and she'll be fine because, you know, it was a, a miracle. Right? <laughs> right. Well, she's, she right? got transferred home. I heard. She's all, like, up and moving around. Oh. I'm not saying miracle. I'm just saying lucky lady. Yeah. Lucky. You know what I'm saying? Two words. Plastic huh. surgery. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, so. AI. Tell me. <laughs> um. <laughs> in a <laughs> Tell me about the relationship of marijuana and psychotic illness, please. There has been plenty of media and talking head attention to the weak gun laws that allow purchase of automatic weapons and supersized ammunition clips. 
there has been story upon story and comment upon comment bemoaning how easy it was for this mentally deranged young man to buy such a gun and ammunition clips and that the reporting about the twisted mind of Jared Lee Lofner's erratic behavior has been extensive. But I haven't seen press reports or talking heads discuss their concerns about how easy it's been for this mentally ill man to get marijuana. Blah, 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 blah. That's the important thing. There's where you lost me, sorry. And there has been no mention of mm. the potential of marijuana mm. to spark latent psychosis mm. and exacerbate schizophrenia and other mental illnesses. Hmm. Really? Interesting. Huh. So you're saying marijuana is a trigger uh, for his psychosis. What else do you think could could have maybe been a, been a trigger for his psychosis? Maybe a crappy life. Maybe politics. Maybe. Maybe his, maybe his parents. Maybe, perhaps. School. Hmm. Interesting. Commercials. Interesting. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. So what you're saying basically Children's is... Children's Tylenol. He was unstable. Uh-huh. So why are you focusing on pot that that's what set him off? That's oh, not what set him off. Oh, because it's the evil, evil thing that is killing everyone. Clearly. Look at all of us dying. I Do you know. know how much pot we smoke? Look at how we're dying. Aren't we schizophrenic? <laughs> In 2007. I just died. I know. We, are you dying? <laughs> Come on. Adults. Adults. Up here. Stop it. <laughs> Seriously. They can't. Look what you're wasting money on. Just stop it. Jesus Christ. In 2007, the British medical journal Lancet concluded that an exhaustive review of cannabis use and mental health leads us ha- now to conclude that cannabis use could increase the risk of psychotic illness. Since then, there has been much more research on the relationship of marijuana use and psychosis. Did anybody tell you that they flubber those a lot? Why don't you look at they want them to say how it helps the autistic? Mm? Mm. How about that psychosis? Huh? Uh huh. Mm? Yeah. Mm. Do it. Scientists at the Albert Einstein College of Medicine in New York City conducted a study of individuals who suffered from schizophrenia, half of whom used marijuana. They found that among marijuana users, three-fourths had begun smoking pot before the onset of their mental illness. Oh, is that, is that perhaps because certain mental illnesses have different times that they onset? Mm, perhaps. Uh-huh. I think that happened. And it just so happened, just like autism just so happened to coincide with the time when children were getting their vaccinations, even though it had nothing to do with that. Just a little bit. Oh, Christ. Marie Adile Krebs, a psychiatrist at the National Institute of Health and Medical Research in France, found that among a group of 121 patients who used cannabis, 44 either developed schizophrenia within a month of beginning to smoke pot, whatever, or significantly (laughs) intensified their existing psychosis, which each successive use of the drug. Schizophrenia appeared some three years earlier in these 44 than in the other marijuana users. Okay, I'm going to throw something out there that not many people know. Do it. Get her done. Schizophrenia runs in my family. That, Wait, it's whoa. actually something that like I've had to sit there and like make sure like I'm I, you know because I worry if you know that's in your family like you you I didn't sign up for that hold on like <laughs> so I'm not schizophrenic by any way shape or form but wouldn't you think that I would be more susceptible to being you are schizophrenic because you're smoking pot <laughs> well, apparently I should be in full-blown schizophrenic mode. San- like whoa, Sandy. Whoa, and Sandy. voices. Sandy, And thinking whoa. that there's someone outside the door and in the ceiling and all those heads are talking whoa. to me. Whoa, whoa, Sandy, calm what? down. Stop it. <laughs> calm down. Whoa. Sorry. Sandy. Sandy, calm down. <laughs> Sandy, put the knife down. Oh, my God. <laughs> seriously alright those people are idiots let's hear from this side now this gentleman his name is Joe from the 420 times uh, again 
He says, while I covered this subject before and I hesitate to bring it up again because, of course, we've all fucking talked about it, uh, it encourages more people to discuss it and I can't let it go in the end because to do so would lead people to believe we agree with the premise. The premise being that marijuana caused the Tucson massacre. And that is recalculus. We know that. In a nutshell, an op-ed recently appeared by Joseph Califano, Jr., chairman of the National Center of Addiction and Substance Abuse at Columbia University. He cherry-picks a few studies that say marijuana leads to schizophrenia, lists those studies and comments upon them, then implies that he is not blaming marijuana while he is clearly doing so. Mm -hmm. The result is commenters falling over themselves to discuss the fact that weed makes you nuts. The main problem with this is that there have been many studies on the supposed link between schizophrenia and cannabis, and he only lists a few. That's because all the rest can't jump to the conclusions Mr. Califano does. Mm -hmm. In fact, even the studies he lists can't jump to that conclusion. In 07, the British medical journal Lancet concluded that an exhaustive review of cannabis use and mental health leads us now to conclude that cannabis could increase the risk of psychotic illness. Could? Many studies have been done that said one thing could lead to something else. There are dozens of stories a year in the media about this or that study being debunked and telling us we should disregard the findings, but... Like Mr. the autism Exactly. But Mr. Califano wants us to think these studies are not only foolproof, but extremely accurate. Otherwise, why would you bring them up? Hmm? He also wants us to believe that any study that doesn't leak marijuana and mental illness is faulty. Hmm. Hmm. Touche. This stretches the bounds of logic, but when your entire career is based on people thinking all drugs are bad, okay? Except, of course, the drugs you're pushing. Hmm. Interesting. Then some stretching needs to be done. As I said before, many people are just plain nuts. It's not TV's fault or Pot's fault. It might make some feel better to blame tragedies on the things they don't like. But that doesn't make them right. In fact, that makes them part of the problem. Joe Claire, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, very well put. I don't like... I don't like politics, so let's go kill politicians. Right? That's... If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And in the way. I'm gonna blame tragedies on things that I don't like. Let's see how that, how that works in the... In my life. Stupid. Stupid... Churches, stupid people. Look at all the problems you're causing. Well, I think that was a really good go around. Yes, it of was. What's been going on? We all up to speed now? Are we yes. all Are we good? Was there now, anything else we need to discuss before we, we wrap this up? Are we going to be attempting to do a show next weekend out there? Where? What? What? The 29th. Remember the no. internet connection so that we could do the show out at the office? Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Are we doing that? I, well, it's kind of... What up are we doing? To, it's kind of up to you, Mr. Podcast Master. Not up to me. This is your show, dude. Well, what, it's what, your equipment. Is it on a homie? Saturday? Yeah. Homie? Well, okay. would you like to? Sure. All right. Well, I I wanted to make sure you were okay with us. I don't know. I'm Let's, trying to be polite. Can here. I pray about it and go? Can, but I all see means, what God thinks. Get okay. back to me. We'll, hold on. Yeah, that'll be kind of neat. No, th- hold on. This will just take a minute. He's usually really quick about getting getting back to me. We may or he we, says he'll think about it. <laughs> we may or may not be doing a live show. We'll on be doing Saturday. a live show. Shush <laughs> your mouth. Wait, today? Next. Saturday. Right, right, in next a week. Saturday. But it's nice to give people a little bit of a heads up. Sure. From our from the new heads location up. where I'm helping people now. Do you want to tell everyone where that's at? Is it on Facebook? Yes, it's okay. on Facebook. Compassion Centers in Montana. Find it on Facebook. Yes. All right, well, is that it? Yep. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Hotboxpodcast.com. That's our website. Email us info at hotboxpodcast.com, of course. Leave us a message, 406-204-4687. 
We appreciate it. And check out the YouTube videos. Oh, did I tell you? What, those videos I made for the MMGA conference, they got picked up on, what's that site called? Grow, Grow Masters? Is yeah, that I what it that's is? that's what you said. Grow Masters. That's cool. That is kind of cool. That is way I've cool. Never, I've, that's like never happened before. Yeah, we've Someone been... totally like taking my stuff and being like, pow. Well, I'm, we I'm get... happy to see that the show is actually, you know. Doing cool wrong. stuff. Yeah. Doing cool stuff. Definitely remember, check out MarijuanaPodcast.com. That's a pretty neat little director out there. Yup, yup. Been enjoying some shows on there. Been not enjoying some other ones. I'll tell you what. That, yeah, that show's a little annoying now, but... It's fun. Hmm. Well, we'll talk to you guys on Tuesday. Is that the day, Tuesday? Tuesday. All right, well, thank you, and uh, goodbye. Bye. If you like you weed, like this weed, is where this is where you, you need to be. <laughs> if you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the podcast.